Okay. Welcome to Dope as Fuck Goddesses with Mindy and I'll say AK1. Thanks for coming back and listening for our third episode. Yes, we're so happy you made it back in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you've listened to the other episodes and you came back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> So, well, yeah, go, you go. Well, today, you know, we we talked about discussing yoga. Yes. And and the yoga community. Hot topic. Hot topic. Um, and taboo. Like, mm-hmm. not, we're not supposed to, what, question our roots or the establishment (laughs) right (laughs) the powers that be in the yoga in the yoga world yes Yes. especially since yoga is supposed to be all peace love and happiness right so right right Right. (laughs) only love and light only love and light that's all that can exist ever (laughs) so for some context both of us are yogis so that's probably the first thing and I think we discussed how um, we both came to yoga, but we can go over that again if you okay you go first or yeah. Uh, how did I come to yoga? It initially it was a way for me to get credit in when I was getting my master's degree. I needed like a just an easy class, you know, and yoga just sparked my interest. You know, I had heard about it and I saw him take the yoga class and then I fell in love with it. It was amazing. My teacher was a, a older professor and he was the first that really made sure to express that yoga wasn't just about physical prowess or like, you know, being fit and fabulous or anything like that. He really did teach us about the fundamental principles of yoga and meditation and going within and, you know, taking a look at yourself and being willing to transform. And so I was like, okay, that's dope. But I didn't really get back into doing it as my own personal practice until um, really heavily in 2015 is when I really got into like a consistent yoga practice um in midtown memphis tennessee and kundalini was quickly became my favorite yeah same mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would go to class i'd be i'd be like down you know or so i was in a relationship at the time and maybe we just had an argument or something like that and i would go to yoga class and i'd come back like on a high and come back with like revelations about myself and our relationship. And I'd be like, babe, I'm so sorry. I love you. You know, I love you, right? <laughs> it's all my fault. It's all I've my been, fault. I've been reflecting. I've been reflecting. I'm working on this. I see it. I see you and I see me. Okay. Let's work this out. <laughs> yeah. And I just felt good within myself. It just really made me feel strong, not just physically strong, but you know, strong in myself and in, mm-hmm. in, in 
my centered self. Yeah. So that's how I came about with yoga. And I had a feeling that I would consider becoming a yoga teacher. So, and so I got my certification eventually. Recently. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay. How about you? Yes. Um, yeah, I I think it was around the same time. I was trying to remember what year it was as you were talking, but yeah, it was about 2015. Um I was, you know, in a super dark, shadowy place. I was trying to pull myself up out of grief. And, um, you know, I, I had lost both of my parents and in the span of four years. So I was just, yeah. And I, I was just not in the place I wanted to be. Um, I did stumble into a yoga studio through a friend who I did roller derby with. Mm-hmm. So my roller derby sister was really into CrossFit and she opened a yoga studio in downtown Memphis. <clears throat> so I just started like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to buy a membership. And then I was really like, wait, oh. Trying to be an athlete. I wasn't stretching the way that mm-hmm. yoga was teaching me to stretch, right? So, like, physically, on the, it was very much like my body has been needing these deep, long stretches. Mm, um, yeah. And, and, it, and it helped me. It helped me, like, tune into my body and what it needed and how I could be a better athlete and how I could be better at practices and working out. And then on the spiritual level, right on the, on the depression level, I was just like, oh, this is how I find my center and my calm. And, you know, this is how I connect to what am I really feeling or looking at my shadow self, right? Because eventually I also moved to Midtown, Memphis, Tennessee, and got heavily into Kundalini. It wasn't very long. So I did. Yoga probably for like a couple months, maybe three or four um, before the yoga studio um, and started started being like, oh, kundalini yoga is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Some about that kundalini. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. And, and then it's just like what you were saying is like, then I started to like you know, tap in, like started to reflect, started coming home to my relationship and was like, you know what? A lot of my issues are, are, are are of my doing, or a lot of my like bad days are, and, um, you know, like not, not everything is, but you know, these things that I was having issues were with were right. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, yoga fixes all of our problems, but like the problems I were having yoga fix, like, yes. Um, yeah, so I love that. that. Yeah, I mean, it's not about, it's not about saying that yoga is for everybody or that yoga fixes everybody. But it's also about saying that yoga is not just down dog. Um, you know, a lot of it is connecting to your own heart and really sitting with your thoughts and tuning into your emotions and feeling through things that you would normally numb yourself out of. Mm hmm. So that's where I like fell down the yoga rabbit hole, but 
you know, I started and in our community was very, you know, the community that I was a part of was not as bad, you know, like, like it wasn't like students or like other teachers or anything made me feel like I wasn't good enough to do yoga, but just who, who I am as like a people pleasing Capricorn manifesting generator. Right. Like I was very much like, I don't know enough. I never know enough. I have to like do more, do more, do more. Um, yeah, I get that. And, and, and again, it's like, it's that yoga culture, right. That, that society that has been super Western watered down, um, that made me think that, right. Like I wasn't thin enough. I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't long enough. I wasn't bendy enough. I wasn't, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. on a beach at sunset <laughs> in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I started, you know, you know, and then I did the, the other training that we did together recently. So it's just been this whole like thing about like, I'm not good enough to teach yoga for all of my yoga life. And then it's like I was telling you um, before we hopped on here and anybody listening, feel free to go search it. But when you look up hashtag yoga on anything, but especially like Instagram, it's just a flood of those you know, perfect bodies, perfect, pretty face people, um, where I don't, I don't feel like I fit in that category. Like I'm very much round and not as flexible and very short. Right. So Mm -hmm. I've always done yoga with props. I've always done yoga with modifications for my body. My down dog might not look like a down dog or I never do handstands, you know, Mm-hmm. Neither do I. Right. <laughs> it's something we bond I am short over. and round as well. <laughs> Fuck those handstands. <laughs> right. Uh, my hands cannot hold up all of this roundness. Oh, all of these goddess. All of this goddess. Mm-hmm. All these goddess that has mounds and hills and rolling smooth hills all throughout this body. Yeah, I can't hold up all this dope as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love it. And again, it's it's so much more than the physical, which I hope um is is what someone listening to this takes away from that is like when you when you search yoga, it's a bunch of people doing physical asana, right? And that's cool that's Mm -hmm. good that's you know wonderful work your body tune into the practice you know that makes me happy to see you enjoying it but on a mainstream level right on a societal level there's this disconnect from what yoga really is um to those of us who are like more tapped into the like spiritual or the cosmos like the part of it that like tunes us into that collective consciousness Yes. Yeah. And I think that when people look on Instagram, there's this, there's already like at baseline, this concept in social media where you're wanting to kind of show off. I'm, and I'm not going to say everybody's trying to do that, but there is, but we yeah. cannot, I feel like we cannot deny that there is mm-hmm. definitely an element of wanting to kind of show off what it is that you want to 
chair, your movement, what you want to, even if it has, even if your picture has like an, an amazing message. Yeah. There's still this element of wanting to express in that way, you know, and I think it just misses a whole community of people that could benefit from the foundations of yoga because they're looking at what's being put out there in the media. Yeah. Yes. And that's the part that's really unfortunate. It's like, it's getting mixed in with the show offness, which one could argue is like the direct opposite of the concept of yoga in the first place, which is is very interesting. It's like a paradox. It's like, you're putting yourself on Instagram in this awesome, I don't know, handstand or whatever contortion. Right. Be behind the head. I'm like, what? Your feet are behind your head. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And, and it's like sometimes like that's just isn't the majority of people just they just need to have a feeling of peace in their chaotic life yeah and I can definitely see how looking at a picture of somebody doing a handstand yes. will not be able to really translate to a person to say oh this could be the solution to my need for peace this could be the solution to my issues with my triggers this could be the solution to my issues with anxiety I know a lot of people have come to kundalini as a way to heal from addiction yeah you know that's that's another another thing that I find really um beautiful about yoga is that it does it can attract people who really need deep healing and and need a sense of like centeredness and groundedness and rootedness into their lives and their existence and why they're here and meaning providing meaning in life. And, you know, I mean, what meaning is there in a picture on Instagram of somebody, you know, at a beach getting sand all over their bodies because they're trying to show off a pose Yeah, on the beach yeah. in the sunset. I mean, come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is exactly <laughs> what I was saying. Yes. <laughs> I know I just kind of took it, but yes. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. And I mean, <clears throat> that, that is the problem, right? Like a lot of us are like coming to our mat and we're trying to like co- collectively change what is really going on around here. Like, hey, you don't have to be so angry. You don't have to be so violent. There doesn't have to be so much domestic violence. And And like you were saying, there's a whole group of people. I mean, the people who are suffering, the people who are, again, stuck in these traumatic situations, stuck in these domestic violence situations. Um, They're constantly surrounded by anger and hurt and frustration Mm -hmm. and depression and, you know, people taking out their anger on them or... I just feel like the people who could benefit from the kind of stuff that yoga helps with are the people who cannot afford to go to $30 classes and $15 classes and yes. yeah, who can't afford to like leave their kids at home to go to a 7 p.m. evening class after work. I mean, that's such a luxury. It's such a luxury. It, it really is. It really is. And the question also then, another question is, should it remain a luxury? Is this something that's meant to be a luxury? Was yoga initially meant to be, I feel like yoga, 
initially is meant to be a way of life. Right. Right. I would agree with that. So then I'm thinking like, okay, is it the addition of capitalism in our society that has made yoga that is meant to be a way of life transform into a luxury that's inaccessible to the majority of people in this country? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, capitalism, white supremacy, patriarchy, <laughs> all of all of the all of those things, all, all of the, of the things. above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there are those out there who honor the roots and who are, you know, I, I'm not here to say that it's all, right? Absolutely. But I'm yeah. but I am saying that like mainstream right and and that mm-hmm. hashtag it had like 90 million posts on the hashtag on instagram 90 million I, oh that blew me away when i when i did the hashtag i was like wow and you scrolled for how long and then you were like oh here here's somebody who's a little brown <laughs> yeah. you're like and she's black too like you were so surprised i was like oh yay you know and here's the thing is like i i was telling mindy before we got on the call that i I follow the hashtag black yoga because I know in my heart that that's exactly. all that I particularly want to see. Like yeah. I don't. And, and even when I started following that hashtag, I was disappointed with the low number of posts. Right. You know? Right. And now I know that I'm saying that because I'm not posting um, yoga stuff. So, <laughs> um, you know, if anybody goes and searches me, I'm not posting on yoga stuff, but you I have an did opinion. feel. <laughs> I still have an opinion. Exactly. Thank you, Mindy. And I just, I noticed that it wasn't a lot, right? Yeah. But then to search just yoga yeah. compared to black yoga? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. What? Yes. Are you serious? And then you think 90 plus million posts. How many people are being reached with having 90 plus million posts? And how good that could do for so many people if those posts were expressing yoga in a way that was accessible. Right. And inclusive and honoring its roots. And yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, yeah, go Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, it's fun to like come to our mats and to stretch and to like post the, I mean, you know, yes, I've posted videos of me doing yoga. Yes. I've posted pictures when I've gotten into a crazy pose, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that feels good and all, but then it's like, but how are we, how, how can me as a white woman with two yoga degrees get that information out to people who need it more than the people who can afford the studios, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're lucky to have a few places in Memphis. Like I know Memphis Rocks was doing low income or low pricing on the yoga, if not free. Mm-hmm. But, but besides, you know what I mean? Like where? Yeah. And, and, there's a couple places that offer like community classes at discount rate, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I argue. Yeah. That those places, even though they offer the discount rate, which is great. 
the demographic yeah. of those studios do not, one, are, is not inspiring for somebody of color or or low economic status to want to come up in there and feel at home and feel warm and welcome. And I know from my own personal experience that I, for a while, did not feel necessarily welcome. And it's really awkward being the only black person in a sea of white people trying to get your yoga on. But I am, I am me. Right. And I am the, I don't give a fuck. Right. type person right so i just did it anyway but not everybody is like that no you no. know as, as and, a white teacher that's all that i hear from black students is that they go into the studio and they're the only one i mean especially mm-hmm. if it's a crowded class mm-hmm. but then they stand out like a sore thumb if it's not a crowded class so it's like yep. either way they feel like they're like super being watched if it's only a couple people or they or they feel like oh my god I'm like one of out of 20 if they're the only one you know like of a bunch of people yeah and those are those are mm-hmm. uncomfortable situations in in both ways like I kind of like I tried to put myself in those shoes but then I laughed because I was like oh my god I would, I would be totally comfortable like I would be fine I would be like cool it's me and 20 black people doing yoga whatever <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but a normal Karen would not be right. Like Collierville, yeah, oh God, would no. not be like chilling in a class full of twenty black people. No, and having fun. Hell no. She might even complain. I ain't gonna lie. She might <laughs> even be like, manager, there's way too many black people in here. <laughs> way too many black people up in here. Don't you have a limit? Flat out. Don't you have a limit on how many black people you have in here? <laughs> and then the second thing is that even though they offer these discounted course classes, there's not any type of community outreach no. that I have noted right. that can shift the dynamic and the demographic. But again, these like single moms in low income areas who really need the yoga to, to stop child abuse or to stop you know, to help with their anger management in their situations mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I know people who could use yoga so that they don't take a baseball bat to their boyfriend's windshield. And those are the situations mm. where I'm right. Those are the people that I know where I'm like, I want to teach you free yoga. You are the person who needs free yoga. Not, yeah. Yeah. not Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Karen. Poor Karen. But not She's had a rough year. She's trying, she's trying, right, right. Listen, Karen is just trying to be, she's just trying to be felt in her body. She's trying to make sure she stays up to par with the white beauty standards, you know. Yeah. She's trying to live her best life. She She mm -mm. is trying to speak to the manager of the United States of America today. (laughs) She is knocking on the fucking door. Listen, Karen is at the Capitol right now as we speak. Yeah, getting pushed out of the Capitol. Ain't that, ain't that a bitch? Fucking Karen. <laughs> Karen is at the fucking goddamn. She Capitol. brought her whole clan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I laugh. You know, I laugh, but it's not funny. Oh my god, it's not. It really is not funny. I mean, oh I was god. highly disturbed by today. I fuck highly. Let's let's note that today's January sixth, mm-hmm. yes. the day that a bunch of national terrorists, there you go, white national stormed the Capitol. Yeah, 
somehow found a way somehow 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 all the <laughs> found guards, a way to end all the guards that are out. there when i go all there the- with my backpack were suddenly gone <laughs> all of a sudden right and then able to enter into the capitol building mm-hmm. and not that they were tear gassed but they did the tear the, the gassing yeah and someone was they- shot and died was shot yes a woman was shot and died and then a couple of people found their way into nancy pelosi's office oh my god i mean right just you know do 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 that's how i imagine like do 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 walking into the capitol building no fucking big deal because i'm a white man yeah with my gun <laughs> no big deal with my gun just me and my gun no fucking big deal Excuse me, sir. right you know, I'm pissed off that the majority of, of citizens of America voted for Biden. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. Damn you and your your vote and your power and your voice. God damn it. I'm going to be up in this Capitol building with my gun. Shooting off tear gas. It's insane. It's insane. I'm all for anarchy when it's the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or anarchy when it is for a rational, yeah, logical yeah. reason. When we're fighting for Black lives because they matter. Are you serious? Yeah. I... It's crazy. What? It's crazy. And the they're like, he, he won the election. And it's like, do you know how to count? Do you know which <laughs> numbers are higher than the other numbers? There is an 11, um, no, how many million is 74, six. There is a seven to eight million vote yeah. difference between Biden and Trump. How in the world are you going to come up with that seven million? Yeah. Where, where they do that at? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what dimension are we, we have, have we switched dimensions? Are we in some magical right. world where they can just drum up votes? He said, find them. I he mean, said, find them. <laughs> find them. Find them. On the rocks and shit. Oh. <laughs> this is an Easter. We didn't hide them for you to go what? find. <laughs> I need to find about 11,000 votes. Okay, good luck with your search. Oh my Bye. God. Oh my goodness. Like, it is. Wow. I was telling my girlfriend say it was like, it feels like some energy has like taken over the ability for these people to think in a logical way. Yeah. And then someone on, on I watch H3 podcast. I love H3 podcast. And they did a live showing today recount you know just following this whole story and one person had posted that they would be interested in having a conversation about the psychology of this whole situation from a place from a perspective of a cult yeah and i thought to myself that's what the fuck this yeah looks like yeah. yeah so i mean earlier i was sitting on the couch watching like the feed right and i was like mm-hmm. andy Who's my husband? I was like, none. Mm-hmm. Never did we have flags that said Obama. Like we were not flying Obama flags. 
That's like, there was no Obama country. But all of these people were carrying Trump flags, like huge ass flags. I don't, and I'm like, I don't understand like why a person needs their own flag. Flat Trump flag. I saw a dude, (laughs) I saw a guy carrying a flag that had a big huge picture of biden on it it was like looney tunes and underneath it it said that's all folks but the middle of it the main the main thing was a huge picture of biden and i was like you hate him so much you're gonna carry around his picture all day (laughs) (laughs) you spent money money to put this on a flag and carry his face around. <laughs> I mean, the thought, the way these people think. But I have to say that racism does not come from a place of rationality. No. no. And logic. You know, and mm. the way that America was built was ultimately built on irrationality to enslave people in such a way. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. Yeah. It's just, it's, the, and, it, and it's like thinking about the fact that they're this angry about the fact that people used their power to right. vote. I mean, this is what they're angry about. It's the it's the way that they couldn't suppress it like they normally do. The way they couldn't suppress yeah. it. The mail-in, the ability mm-hmm. to do mail-in voting, mm-hmm. which is really something that should oh, have been my God. Yes. utilized more, more readily right. all these years. But it gave an opportunity for people who would not have otherwise voted to vote. And they did not plan for that. They did not like that. They tried to stop it. They didn't anticipate the fact that, you know, people will exercise their power in such a right. way. And and record numbers, crazy turnout. Mm-hmm. hmm hmm So much so they're going to say that these are all fraud. I, yeah. And court oh, after court and senator man. after senator and all all mm-hmm. of the conspiracy theories, like they've looked into all of it and been like, there's not one hint of issue. Remember they right. found like one guy who had tried to vote for Trump under his mother's name. And like, that was the only fraud they found was like one dude who tried to vote <laughs> for Trump guys. Like, I didn't even know about that. Oh my goodness. That's the only story I heard anyway. Here's the thing, like, let's even... <laughs> Let's play it out. Let's say, okay, maybe there was some voter fraud. Do you think that it would have been the amount? I mean, you know, like, even if we were to sit here and like, you know, well, let's recount all of the votes. Right. Every single one of them. You really feel like that's going to really close the gap and Trump's going to win? Like, that's where I'm like, the the ability to rationalize. But also... The ability to think logically, not rationalize, the ability to think logically has literally left the window. But also, if we did some kind of like runoff election thing where we 
ran it just between the two of them and people couldn't go vote for Kanye or they couldn't go vote for Joe Jorgensen or whoever else they voted Uh for. Like everybody show up and still vote and vote for just one of these two. Like, come on, come on. If we do a re election or if we did a re vote or something like that, like more people, more Uh people are going to show up and end this now, like more more people are going to be like, no, like definitely not Trump. Yes. Yes. He incited treason today. Yeah. That's what that man yes. is. He incited treason yes. today. And Senator Omar said she's drawing up papers to, to have him impeached. Good. Yeah. I mean, he's only going to be in the office for like, what, another like week and a half or some shit, but whatever. I mean, get him the fuck out. Yeah. Early eviction. I saw something on the internet where there's an online event to watch the Trump family leave, vacate. The- leave the- <laughs> it was like a Facebook <laughs> event that was like, watch a, watch a live stream of the Trump family evict the White House. <laughs> it's like, you guys petty. <sighs> so petty. So petty. <laughs> so petty. But sometimes so needed. Sometimes yeah. pettiness. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, it's just, it's just, there was a period of time today where I was just like, I don't even know how I feel. And I had to go take a walk. I always take a walk. I've been taking walks lately because there's so much chaos going on that I've been needing them to like recenter and reground and like remind myself of who the fuck I am. So I went on my walk and I, it's just, it is sickening as a black woman to think that my power has such a negative impact on other people's on other on 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 all of these souls like they really it's, they really have an issue. Like I re- like when I say to people like white people, I'm saying yeah. in general, not yeah. all white people, I'm aware of that. But in general, mm-hmm. as a collective consciousness, would prefer that black people cease to exist or at least that we would leave the United yeah. States. I truly believe that to the core of my being. And I wish somebody would challenge me on that shit because I, 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 I do not so see any evidence to the contrary. As, as a collective. Because there are too many people down there in the Capitol today protesting about people using their voice and their power. Yeah. Hmm. Because really what that voice is, is a voice for Black people. It's a voice for, for LGBT community. It's a voice for women's rights. That's what power was exercised with the voting of Biden coming into office. And that's what they're fighting against. Are the fundamental rights of right. us to exist. Oh my God. You're so right. And that's yeah. sickening. And then the fact that they allow people to even get up in the building you motherfuckers yeah. allow them to walk up the goddamn yeah. stairs, walk into the building. I don't care if they were at, 
later on they were like smashing windows and shit but that but before they started doing that they walked into that motherfucking yeah. building down hallways down enough to get to the senate they walked into the senate y'all evacuated y'all have all those guards there you evacuated like let's like think about that these people that scary to you have that much power yeah what the hell i was like when it was black lives matter protesters who were actually peacefully protesting, they had armed National Guards out there and, like, in three layers on those steps. Full gear. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. And, I, I, you know, when my girlfriend sent me a, a, a little post on Twitter about that, and the comment under that post of the picture of the military officers during Black Lives Matter before they even got to the location that had those officers up there. there Well, people, they weren't even there yet. But people were talking about how these officers in that picture were posted actually at the Lincoln Memorial and that they should retract this statement about the fact that the, the military was ready and set for Black Lives Matter. And I thought to myself, that's mm. bullshit. That's even worse. That's even worse that they put military at the mm-hmm. Lincoln Memorial, yeah. but yet they couldn't figure out a way to protect the Capitol yeah. building. And they were prepared for. They knew this was happening. They've been talking about this for oh a minute. God. Yeah, they were down the street at the White House before they came to the Capitol. They had plenty of time. I mean, they had plenty of time. Plenty of time. Mm. We're not going to be, I'm, we, mm-mm. no, we're not stupid. I'm not yeah, stupid. No, You're not stupid. We ain't going to fall for that. We're not going to fall for that. Talking about some retract the tweet. I was like, that's worse. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. worse. What do you mean retract it? Yeah. <laughs> It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. I bet you all those people did yoga. Exactly my point. You know, let me not say that because those are the ones who need (laughs) the free yoga. Somebody needs to be out there and be like, look, look. All right. Come here, Karen. Come here, Chad. Sit down. Let's do some breathing exercises, okay? All right. Right. Let's 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 get centered. You know, let's quiet the mind and and get to a place where you really take a hard look at um you know, does this make and sense? <laughs> what is it that is truly making you so angry that you want to destroy public property and I like here here I need to know I need to know the answer to the question. What was the plan? Were they going to kill senators when they got inside what? there? Supposedly there were they two did, pipe bombs. Yeah, I don't know how I real that, that is. I don't know how true that two is. Explosive devices. So I just mm-hmm. th- this is how like you're you're honestly going to like break in, kill innocent people, important f- public figures, and then you're going to plant yeah. bombs yeah. and blow it up? Yeah. 
This is this is why I say this that Trump is, is incited, this is incited like treason. The highest level of holy shit Hitler shit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. They were set and ready to bomb. We were going to be in some handmaid's tale shit real quick. Man. Yes. Have you watched oh, Handmaid's God, Tale? Yes, and read the book. Oh, yeah. I ain't going down like that. Yeah, that's how like they that. bombed us. They bombed the. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that we'll ever, ever end up in that way, but but they started out with bombing yeah. the right. Capitol. One of my friends today, white woman, said to me, well, this does not affect, directly affect what? me, though. And she has young mm, children. No. And I just did not respond. I just said, okay. And I walked away from the conversation because I thought to myself, one, clearly you have yeah. not watched Handmaid's Tale because this situation today yeah. came way too close to the bombing right. of the government capital. Okay. And then two, you have two young yeah. children. If shit goes down in a way where they end up, you have uh, one of your children is a, mm. a girl. If these people get their way, she will lose her right to her body. This is more than yeah. just a race issue. This is like the future of your children in the society that they're going to live in. Yeah. Yes. And the laws that they're going to have to be governed by. And if those laws end up being, you can't have an abortion. God forbid that she ever gets raped. I didn't say that to her because that would have, you know, but. Yeah, you have a point. I mean, that's the point we have been fighting for for decades. Centuries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's coming. We're about to get rid of all this masculine shit, all this patriarchy. About to go out. I hope so. Because if it ends up being a handmaid's tale, I'm out. Period. I'm going to be like uh, June running up to Canada. And I wish you would try to tackle me down. (laughs) I'll fight on the whole army. Listen, I'll have a gun and everything. (laughs) Don't fuck with me. We've been target practicing. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my fucking gosh. Wow. And it's in moments like this where yoga does come to be really helpful, even for us who are into yoga. You know, and today my yoga mm. was taking my walk and having it be a meditative walk. And and going to I have these two trees that I go that I go to, they're close together. And I like to, I feel like it's a portal. And I go there and I ground into the earth and mm. I listen. And because I was able to stop for a moment and really listen, you know, I walked away being able to see that with any change that we go through chaos typically comes before great change and 
even on an individual level, a lot of times when we experience change in our life, we experience mm-hmm. upheaval of some kind. Yeah. It's painful. It's painful. It's confusing. Certain things that happen doesn't make any sense. Some of us go down into the depths, the deep, deep, deep darkness right before we mm-hmm. come out on the other side, greater. And so after spending all those, I mean, I spent a couple hours today watching right. and I barely worked. Right. Sorry, Hilton, you know, it just it, it is. But being able to take that meditative walk and be able to listen to, yeah, you know, the God within and recenter, I, I, I'm able right. to laugh about some of the yeah. things now, right? We've just had a conversation exactly. where we're able to kind of laugh about yeah. certain kind of things. Because, I was sitting on my know? couch doing the same thing. Like I watched for hours. I was like so angry. I was yelling about how these people are able to be like violent and to be like stealing police shields. Like I was getting so worked up about it. And then I was just like, okay, we're going for a walk. Mm-hmm. I took the dog and the baby and the husband and we went around the block and it was just, it was way better. It was Aww. a cool evening, right? The air was a little cold and we weren't running and there was mm-hmm. no phones. And it was just like a good break from everything being mm-hmm. really just high te- intensity. Like it was just so tense. It was just so tight and knotted up and, I was like screaming at my TV and getting so angry. I was like, if this was us, if we were Black Lives Matter protesters, like kicking in this window like this dude is right now. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Shout right. on the spot. Right. Right. Maybe that'd be it. Dead. I was like, you know, of course, I don't want, I don't want anybody to get shot. I don't want there to be blood on the Capitol, but... I also want mm-hmm. fair and just treatment and I want people to recognize that black lives matter and that they're proving that there's a reason for black lives matter protests when a, a bigger group or the same people of different show up and, and plant bombs that need to be disabled. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And they're going to be upset that Ooh. somebody like, now that's one thing that I am happy about. They tore up like a hardware store or a Home Depot or something. What were they like broken or they the with the looting and rioting earlier last you know last year with the Black Lives Matter of these looting or rioting incidents? But then like remember they were so upset that like this one store had gotten upset, and even the store owner was like, "I'm not that upset. I support Black Lives Matter," but like. Remember, they were like, I can't believe that they're tearing up private Mm -hmm. property. Okay, you're tearing up public Mm -hmm. property. You are tearing up property of the people. Mm -hmm. This is the people's property. This is the government. Yes. One person, there's a picture of one guy taking a podium. Like, what are you doing? Fucking privileged. I'm trying to say this as nicely (laughs) as possible. Yeah. No, it's pretty. It is. It's complete. Yeah. It's a white it privileged man. This is my trophy. Like, no, you are now an enemy of the state. Yeah. You spend the rest of your life in jail if you're not shot on sight. You should be shot on sight. That's. Have you guys never seen the movie Enemy of the State? Wasn't it Will Smith? Who was in that one? 
They're supposed to like chase you down. Know. They're supposed to chase oh, you yeah, down, it was shooting at everybody in between and blowing up buildings when you're an enemy of the state. No, instead he's walking out and allowing himself to take a pic. Yeah, they, smiling. He smiled. That white man smiled in the picture, taking st- stealing Living property from the, the capital. Motherfucker. No, we wouldn't even no. let be let inside the doors. We would. We wouldn't right. have even no, gotten to the didn't. steps. They didn't. When we went, they didn't let us up the steps. Oh Granted, God. we also weren't rappelling up the side of the building with rope, but isn't that worse? Like. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. oh yeah, but but black but people crazy though. Windows. But black people don't, ghetto, don't black people windows. thugs, black people inciting riots and shit like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and but, then right, let's not, exactly. Let's not forget. Although we how there were white dudes in black riot busting out the windows while Black Lives Matter protesters filmed them and asked them why they were busting out the windows and that they weren't part of their organization. Yep. So even they got. Yep. Yep. And yep. and women too. There were white women yeah. too that were participating in that activity. <sighs> you know, so making us look for the most part. Okay. You know, black people right. have been extremely right. peaceful in their protests. I know, but but we the bad ones. But we we you know, Black Lives yeah. Matter is is dangerous. What is that about? <laughs> and these people are patriots. Fucking kidding me! <laughs> oh no! Not okay, that. let's end on a good note. Them. <laughs> oh, we yeah, it's, okay. it's fifty minutes, but yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of like this bullshit, this perpetual. And I'm not a black person. I can only, I can only sympathize. I can't even imagine what black people are feeling. I mean, how tired you guys are! Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Because. Yeah. I'm a white woman who's exhausted watching this unfold and being like, wait, all summer long, we got tear gas, rubber bullets and pushback from shields and feeling like we're not being heard Mm -hmm. and crying over lives lost over and over and over again. Like it wasn't like cop shooting stopped Mm -hmm. with George Floyd or, or stopped with Breonna Taylor. Like they kept going. They're still going like, Right. I'm just I'm right. Ugh, I'm tired of it. I'm ready for. I'm ready for all of them to like retire and go sit on their porches and their wicker chairs and not bother us anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to wait till they retire. I need them to no, go sit down somewhere right now asap. Now. Retire. Go. You've been doing it long enough. You've been Ku Klux cleaning <laughs> all over this fucking country for two hundred years. Please go retire. You're old enough. Exactly. I mean, I don't I don't know like if there's really truly a word that would describe effectively the feeling of watching these people do what they did today, but compared to how yeah. We were yeah. dogged the fuck out about protesting for our no, rights. Completely to helpless not be feeling killed. with no words. Yeah, and 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 this is this is mm-hmm. more than just last year. I mean, this has been 
an ongoing thing. You know, yeah. we have Mike Brown with Ferguson. I mean, I mean, there, there are so many that just, and there's so many that don't even get reported, but every single day we're faced with the threat of death. And here we are watching yeah. white people storm the Capitol, Unscathed. build a pipe bomb, yeah. gas inside the Capitol, break the windows down furniture out and the window. loot the Capitol. Throwing furniture out the window, the police that are supposedly there. There's one video of the police just watching them mm. actively gas inside the building. So it mm-hmm. further solidifies yeah. this, the, the fact that, you know, I mean, yeah. we're a hated group. I, I just, I can't, I, 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 there's no way that I can no. rationalize that no. away in a way, you know, without, hate I, I just have to put it out there. And it's like aggression and violence. And it is hate for something that no. we cannot control. Right. We ain't did shit to right. you, but just be born. It's because you're so beautiful. <laughs> I know some people be saying that they jealous of us, but I can't, I can't. I really honestly can't even imagine jealousy being enough to like incite such hateful, no, heinous fear. acts. Much like jealousy. Fear. That I see. Yeah. That I see is absolute fear. We are, we are, yes, a powerful people. I mean, for us to have endured as yes. much as long and as much as we have, there's, there are no, Mm-mm. there are no groups like Black people across the, the African diaspora. You know, I mean, or or, right. or or just people of color in general. You know, but definitely, there just isn't. So, and this is not me, and I'm not trying to say be ethnic, ethnically superior. You know, and all of that, but. I'm not going to walk around and right. act like black people ain't the shit. Right. And you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> shit. We were enslaved for how, how, you know, we, we were enslaved and then in Africa colonized. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you motherfucking kidding me? Apartheid colonized and over here we getting beat down and shit. Yeah. And no, still, we, yeah. And we, still we prevailed are we, still a, a people, right? Like there's not like very few of yeah. you scattered to the winds. Yeah. Like you are present mm-hmm. and accounted mm-hmm. for and they're like mm-hmm. mad about that fear fearful yeah yeah of our power as a white person i can agree with that yeah mm-hmm. yeah thank you for agreeing with that i think it's important for more white people to get off the yeah. bandwagon of feeling threatened and get into a place where they can understand and appreciate yeah. people of color. Yeah. And what we bring to the table. Or yeah. the fact that we create our own table. Build it yourself. Which I think is pretty fucking awesome. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. And yeah. 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 And stop all this, you yeah. know, fighting. Just let it go. Just let it go. It's, you know, like nobody's going to take your money. Black people are not trying to come for your money. There's We're not coming for your home. We're not Mexican people. There's plenty to go around. Mexican not coming for right. your money. Hell, Mexicans are getting paid shit. They're getting paid pennies. 
they are not coming for your jobs. You know good and well that you're not trying to be a migrant right. migrant <laughs> farmer in the in the fields. I mean, come on. Like just chill out. Just chill out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, Mexicans, oh, so many Mexicans. You know you don't want to be no housekeeper. Right. Shut up. Just be quiet. Just go do your engineering job and be good. Go do your job at home, de- or whatever it is. You know you're not cleaning house. Get your office okay. job because your dad knows a guy. Go to your frat meeting and leave and leave the color people you know alone. What I'm yes, yes. Let us continue doing what we do best, which is make sure that you know you yeah. have food to eat on your plate because you have Mexicans picking all your vegetables for you. Hmm. No, I'm. Let me start. The state of the world. I mean, this is why I say like the state of the world has lost really, it's all like logic. Bringing it back to lost. what yoga teaches us, right? Like what yoga is. Yoga is unity. And so when we come to our mats and we are doing yoga and we're trying to teach yoga to other people, we're trying to be like, look, we're all the same. We're all one. We all come from the same fucking atom that burst into this universe and created life here. So. Right. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. And it doesn't. So like, like, just chill. You're so angry, threatened, fearful scared of whatever it is that you're scared of you've had your your whole life been told just been told to hate people and then you're gonna and then you're gonna fight for a Mm -hmm. famous president and then storm the capital enemy of state style putting your whole future on the line like these people (laughs) have to spend the rest of their lives in jail like they have to that's the craziest thing. Yeah, that's. I mean, I hope that they do. If you do not, you're going to have the next protest coming up the Capitol, and it's going to be the rest of us, <laughs> all of us who were not there today, are going to come <laughs> and be like, "Wait, y'all were supposed to arrest those other motherfuckers." Oh, this is a free for all. Right, Anybody exactly. can do it. Y'all step aside. <laughs> But you make a good point, though, too, saying, like, these people risk their lives. Like, their anger yeah. is so yeah, monumental. Has, or their yeah. fear, rather, is so monumental. Their hurt, their trauma, that their past, they their, have risked. Their child abuse they experienced, mm-hmm. which led into the a domestic abuse that they mm-hmm. now put onto others. Like, if, you know, they do have sexual trauma or they have bestowed sexual trauma onto someone else, like, the... You know what I mean? Like that's all <clears throat> that's all coming out and these people kicking in the Capitol door like and and wearing all of these like yeah. vets that support Trump type of stuff like it's like okay so you have some serious like war PTSD. You've seen death and destruction and like the worst of the world and like you're gonna bring it back here and throw it on the doorstep of I'm gonna throw it on the doorstep mm-hmm. of democracy. Like, Oof. please let me show you how to do a down dog. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You're right it's... about that. You know, these 
ultimately these people are suffering to be able to find themselves in that kind of position so willingness to do what they did today unnecessary suffering on everybody's you part know, and unnecessary yeah and it is just yeah. that like yeah. generational perpetuation right like they're fearful because their grandfather was fearful and his grandfather was fearful and his great grandfather was fearful of your power and the abilities you had mm-hmm. and the way you guys worked the land or knew things about things they didn't understand right and then on the other side it's like mm-hmm. a whole a whole generation of black people are stepping into their power who are tired of being quiet or taking the job or the road less traveled or taking less pay than a white man or you know like like I feel like the young black generation now is like showing so much I mean so much beauty in the way that they are protesting and organizing and voting and going door to door and flipping senate seats and you know, like, I feel like they're finally stepping into a power where they're healing their generational trauma, right? Like, they're being like, you know, yes, we come from slaves, but we are not, Mm -hmm. we are not slaves, we can go and fight and protest and chant and teach yoga. (laughs) Like, we can do this, right? Like, we can change the, the world that we are existing in. And so I see like, the white paradigm the white patriarchal paradigm crumbling and and falling apart at the capital steps and then seeing the black lives matter protests rising in strength like even being shot with rubber bullets and tear gas and being pushed back by the police and taking all the violence and even all the lives that we lost in 2020 and and before like here here they're still standing they're still here saying uh hello no we're not gonna let you let white people storm the capital and tear it apart and then we and and then what we got we got the dogs like you literally released dogs on us like right right Right. yeah right like we're subpar humans anymore and i mean you know Mm -hmm. if if I was the kind of white person who was on that side, I could see like the frustration and the fear of watching it all crumble, of watching your party disappear and your votes go out the door and all of your states turn blue and, you know, abortion rights get upheld and women's rights get upheld. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you guys are hanging on by a thread and losing your minds and then like storming the Capitol what it's crazy it's crazy man. well the they represent the aspects of the collective consciousness that yeah. does not want to evolve and when you fight against the natural course of yes. evolution because mm-hmm. nature evolves mm-hmm. it is built in to evolve it's it is built in the DNA of nature to adjust and create balance. And when you fight against that, it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen, but it's going to be, you're making the path harder. You're making the path yeah. more resistance. difficult. Resistance and is futile. You're, you're in resistance. You're, you're in, 
Yes, completely. And and what is so detrimental about with people who do not want to change is that their resistance mm-hmm. trickles out and affects those around them. It affects the community. Low vibrations. You know, it affects their loved ones. You know, how many their vibrations, all of that. And it is so unfortunate to have these people who are fighting against the evolution of our collective consciousness, the healing of our collective consciousness, because it needs to be healed. It needs to be, Mm -hmm. it needs to be able to allow to evolve. Agreed. Yeah. And imagine if -hmm. there was no resistance, there's going to be some resistance because can you imagine if we were just like, oh, everybody, it's time to evolve into a way where we are not fighting about the color of our skins. And everyone was like, oh, OK, we're all on board. Like that would be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what that would feel counterintuitive to human nature to just all be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and maybe this is part of where like this whole concept of like utopia can never exist because we live in a dualistic, right. uh, dualistic world. So if you're gonna want utopia, then that means that inevitably, yeah, you're going yeah. to have to experience war. And like if war. we switch back to revering the feminine, right, and revering the goddess, and and going back like like how mm-hmm. uh, like we want to, we want to go back to like nurturing and and feminine and you know, all of these like beautiful peace on earth type of utopia, like, like that's what we're trying to change the paradigm to, right? Like we all get along. I mean, there's going to be Mm -hmm. some who worship the God who worship war and destruction, who want to see the world burn. Like there are just people who are going to be psychotic. Oh, <laughs> and the resistance I mean, that's, makes us right. stronger. Like that's the that's healers, the bigger picture. The that, like the resistance the makes re- us be yeah. like, oh, okay, now we have a yeah. new tool in our toolbox. Now we've gotten yes. stronger. Now we've leveled up, and you guys just look yeah. like jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> jackasses. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's, that is like the, that is the big picture evolved perspective of this whole situation is that, mm-hmm. you know, resistance has to happen. There, there has to be those who, who yeah. are psychotic or want war in order for us yeah. to know what it feels like to have peace in utopia. You know, so there's that. And when we get to that level of thinking, then all of this becomes like, well, shit. Yeah. Guess it needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. We're fucking doing it. It is. Yeah. It was an exhausting day for sure. We're fucking doing it. It's just painful. And it's, and it, and it doesn't remove the very human experience of, of dealing with fighting mm-hmm. for your right to just exist mm-hmm. and it, yeah but uh but we'll keep fighting oh boy yeah i yeah. mean otherwise then we lose meaning and they win and i'm not letting that get over my damn just, body literally you know, I mean, right, right. 
right. I'm still trying to have a child. I will be damned if my child comes <laughs> into the world and this fucking handmaid's tail up in this bitch. It's not happening. No. <laughs> At all. <laughs> so, yeah. Resist all you want, yeah. but I'm, gonna resist I'm resisting right too. Shit. <laughs> oh yeah oh boy yeah i was gonna say that was a good one (laughs) it's been a good conversation i think yeah i hope that the people who are listening feel that way you know and i mean that's what we're about we're dope as fuck goddesses talking about taboo shit everybody's gonna agree with us we're talking fucking running out at the mouth that's what you tuned in for is to hear us ramble about shit we have opinions and we are voicing them. And you don't have to tune in. You have other podcasts you can choose. So if you're still here yes, and listening after seven minutes, then we appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Well, are we gonna wrap it up? You want to say something? Yeah, something that, I don't know. What do we want to do? Something, something that we're grateful for? That's so yoga ish. Something that oh, happened shit. dope as fuck. That's okay. right. Okay, you go first. <laughs> um. Well, I put up all my Christmas <laughs> decorations today, and I started therapy. So that's dope. Ther- therapy is definitely dope as fuck. Ooh, and I've been nice. decluttering my house and yes. cleaning out. That is dope doing, doing the new year stuff where all the closets are getting cleaned and I'm giving away a bunch of stuff. So, and I don't, I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to be mindful about mm-hmm. giving away stuff too. I don't want to just like drop it off at a Goodwill where it's, you know, m- making a corporation a lot of money again. I've, I'd like to like donate my stuff mindfully to someone within my community that needs it and, and help someone that I know personally, like, that's getting good news out of the stuff that I'm getting rid of. Because usually I would just lazily, like, pack it up and take it to the Goodwill. But I'm trying to be like, no, find a home for someone who will love it and get good use out of it and needs it. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have to purchase it at a Goodwill. They can just have I it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to do the same. I have a whole storage unit that I need to work on this month to unload. And I realized. I was just saying, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I hear you about the and storage what? unit. I cl- I'm cleaning out my attic. <laughs> That's why I have so much stuff. Yeah. yeah. I know, oh, your attic. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but what did you realize? You said you realized something about your storage unit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I've had this stuff in storage for, like, months. And, like, well, it's clear that I don't particularly need the majority of things in there in the storage unit, you know, because I've been able to have and do what I need with what I have. Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo cleaning. Yeah. Does it spark joy? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So love that. Love your dope as fuck things that you're doing. Okay. Um let's see. Dope as fuck. Ooh, I this is so nerdy. I bought a I bought a 
new journal. <laughs> I, know. I love right there with buying you. new journals. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I'm trying the little dotted the dotted sheets, the bullet journal type. So I've been kind of toying around with that a little bit last year, but I finally nice. took the plunge and bought one that was like all dotted. And yeah. Um, let's see. I'll give one more dope. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. Am I serious? Oh, um, um I started oh, nice. making a wand or a walking stick rather. And I need to finish it. So, but I'm I am I am working on that project, so art project to make a walking stick or finalize it. I started it at, at uh, the winter solstice. I love it. So I'm still working That's through it, magic. putting crystals on it, and yeah, yes, a little walking stick. I can start taking on my walks. I promise you, my neighbors probably think that I am crazy because the minute I hit the, the pavement, <laughs> I recognize that I'm talking to myself throughout That's my walk. Shit. And <laughs> but I'm like, for me, yeah, well, yeah. But, you know, and then one today when I was like in between my two trees, I always put my hands on each yeah. tree and I give it some love. I give both of them some love. And this lady was walking by looking at me and I'm like, listen, okay. I was at Shelby Farms hanging I know I trees like by the walk right by now. The, but I promise you. Know, like you. at Shelby Farms where they have like the wa- the walkway, the pat the paved path. You were I was hugging trees and people were like walking by. Yes, <laughs> yes. Strangers are like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's right. been times when I'm like talking to the squirrels. I don't care. That's my dope stuff it. right there. Is my nature walk. Hmm. Yes, I love my ones, nature yeah. walks. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, Yay. yes. Well, um, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode and that you have yeah. a thanks dope for tuning in week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.